everyone, and welcome to episode two of Shut the Film Up. I am your host, Mary, and today we're going to talk about one of my favorite films ever, Greta Gerwig's Little Women. Again, just a warning that this episode will not be spoiler-free. If you haven't seen Little Women before and don't want spoilers, then feel free to click off this episode. Just make sure to come back once you do. So, let's get started. Little Women was directed by Greta Gerwig and was released in December 2019. It follows the stories of the four March sisters Meg, Joe, Beth, and Amy. It's based on the 1868 novel of the same name by Louisa May Alcott and is the seventh film adaptation. This particular adaptation stars Saoirse Ronan as Joe, Florence Pugh as Amy, Eliza Scanlon as Beth, Emma Watson as Meg, and of course, Timothy Chalamet as Laurie. It's a highly acclaimed film and managed to get nominated for six Academy Awards in 2020, those being Best Picture, Best Actress for Saoirse Ronan, Best Supporting Actress for Florence Pugh, Best Adapted Screenplay, Best Original Score, and Best Costume Design. The film only won one Academy Award, and that was for Best Costume Design. Now, I'm going to be honest with all of you and admit that prior to this film, I had no interest or knowledge in Little Women at all. Like, I'm not the biggest fan of period dramas, so I never actually went out and read the book or watched the previous films. I knew that it was really popular and it's, you know, a novel that's considered a classic. I knew from an amount of sources that Beth died. So if you didn't know that, sorry, I told you there were going to be spoilers in this podcast. But other than that, my brain was literally like, little women, I don't know her. What drew me into this adaptation was actually the cast. And before any of you make any Timothy Chalamet jokes, I just want to say that it was because of Saoirse Ronan and Florence Pugh. (laughs) I remember seeing the cast announcement online and immediately... I was like, oh, what's this? Like, I'm a massive fan of both Saoirse and Florence, so my interest just spiked. I first watched it around April last year, so April 2020, and I basically fell in love with it. Like, I did not expect to like it as much as I did. I never knew that I would actually consider it to be one of my favorite films, There's just something about Little Women that makes me feel warm and cozy inside. It's incredibly comforting and it's definitely something that I can rewatch a lot. So like soon after watching it for the first time, I finally decided to go and read the novel. And when reading said novel, it made me realize what I loved about the film so much. Um, The first being the overlapping dialogue between the March sisters. So Gerwig does this thing where the March sisters' dialogue basically overlaps with each other and I find it really cool and really interesting because it makes the scenes and conversations feel more authentic. It honestly makes it feel as if these were real conversations that these girls were having with each other and it doesn't feel so scripted and choreographed. It's so natural and I love it so much. 
Another thing that I love about this film is the decision to make it non-linear. So the narrative of Little Women isn't told in chronological order at all. The events of the past and the present are both intertwined throughout the film. Uh, where the past has a warmer tone to it, it's brighter, cozier, and feels more homely. The present has a darker tone. The scenes are more desaturated, and everything feels colder, bleaker, more dreary. Uh, these changes to the color of the film, you know, are things that are so simple and they're so subtle, yet they're able to successfully reflect the emotions that the March sisters are feeling in each period of time. I think this coloring is, you know, such a smart idea because not only does it successfully differentiate between the two timelines, but it also adds so much depth to the narrative. You can clearly see the March sisters transition from lives that were filled with fantasy, childlike wonder to maturity and responsibilities in adulthood. They're all going through something which is reflected in the darker coloring of the present, with Meg uh, with her struggle in marriage, Joe and her feeling of isolation, Beth and uh, her health as her health deteriorates, and Amy and her feeling of always being second. Now, to add to that, what I love about the nonlinear structure of Little Women is that it makes for better character development, and some narrative decisions just make a lot more sense to me. Like, the one thing in the novel that I absolutely hated was the sudden appearance of Friedrich Bayer. He just comes out of nowhere and suddenly, in a span of how many chapters, Joe who has embraced independence throughout the whole book, might I add, is suddenly in love with him, they end up getting married, and I know Olcott was asked to marry off Joe by her publisher. So like, I get it, she did what she had to do, but Friedrich's appearance always felt so abrupt and displaced to me, so the fact that they were able to introduce him near the beginning of the film was just great. Like, even if he doesn't appear again for another hour or so, it's okay because at least you know that he exists and they've already established this relationship with Joe. So when he pops up again, it's not like, who is this guy? It's more like, oh right, it's Friedrich from the beginning. The nonlinear structure also allows the audience to spend more time with Beth, again, allowing her character to develop a lot better. Beth isn't just the sick March sister that we only get to see for half of the film anymore. She's been given a lot more agency in this film, and we get to see how kind, loving, and caring she is. Like, for example, Beth's kindness really shines through in that scene where she brings food to their neighbors. Her sisters all come up with excuses, saying they don't want to go even if Marmy told them so. But Beth really goes out of her way to try and make the lives of these people a little bit better. And this adaptation does a really good job, I think, in showing Beth's humanity and selflessness. Also, her character is a lot more present in this film as well. Even when she does eventually pass away, it's made very clear that she is Joe's drive, inspiration, 
and motivation to write and complete her novel at the end. Um, Beth's character isn't the only one who benefits from Little Women's constant flashbacks in this adaptation. Uh, the nonlinear structure also helps a lot with Amy's character. Now, look, I'm going to be honest here. Amy is my favorite character in Little Women, and I love her a lot. I know that a lot of people actually find her really annoying, uh, but I find her really charming and fun. Also, maybe I am a little biased because every Witch March sister, are you quiz, tells me I'm Amy. But for real, I just love her. I totally am on the Amy defense squad. But yeah, in terms of Amy's character, I feel like this adaptation just did her justice. Amy doesn't feel like an annoying one-dimensional character anymore. It's really evident in her scenes that she's ambitious and she knows what she wants. I think it perfectly sums up like one of her most iconic lines, which is, I want to be great or nothing. She's also really unapologetic, and I love that about her. Like in that scene where she burns Joe's manuscript, you can really tell that she's only saying sorry because she's, you know, she's forced to. And like, honestly, girl, if I were in that situation, kin. <laughs> Amy's economic proposition speech to this day still gives me chills. Like, Florence Pugh was just bloody brilliant in that scene, and it honestly lives in my mind rent-free. This entire speech where she tells Laurie that marriage to her is an economic proposition just speaks so much about her character. Like, it gives you an understanding as to why she's like this. And I think it's amazing because, you know... It speaks so much of Amy. But yeah, ultimately, that scene is one of my favorites in the entire film because, like, it's a key Amy Laurie moment, and I just love them a lot. Their introduction scene is, like, super cute. Um, with when Laurie comes into their house and they're bringing Meg home from Meg and Joe home from the party and she's kind of just staring at him and she's like hi I'm Amy so super cute also the first time we actually see them both on screen is again super adorable <laughs> where Amy recognizes him walking down the street she full-on gets so happy when she sees him and immediately stops the carriage and runs into his arms and then when aunt marsh is side-eyeing her she's just like it's lori like girl kin sounds like me and my mutuals whenever i post lori gifts <laughs> oh i also really love the scene where amy's crying outside lori's window <laughs> like lori's full-on worried about her ride and he's like are you hurt? And she just full-on goes, I'm Amy, and proceeds to like overshare, talking about her lovely small feet, the best in the family. Mr. Tarantino, do not interact. Please and thank you. Anyway, Laurie's kind of just looking at her lovingly from his window. It's just so cute and adorable, and I literally cannot describe how much that scene fills me with serotonin. Like, it just does, so I'm just gonna accept it. <laughs> Also, my god, I'm talking so much about Amy and Laurie, but it doesn't matter, I love them so much. I really love the scene where Laurie tells her not to marry Fred Vaughn. 
uh, we really get to see Amy and how her mind works in the scene, and I think it's just fantastic. Like, she explains to Laurie that she can't accept his advances because she feels as if he's only picking her because Joe rejected his marriage proposal. And Amy goes on to say that she's always felt as if she were second to Joe in her entire life. She says, I have been second to Joe my whole life in everything. I will not be the person you settle for just because you cannot have her. I won't. Not when I've spent my entire life loving you. And I think that piece of dialogue is so beautiful because it really gives you a good grasp on Amy's character. It tells you that she knows her self-worth and she's not going to compromise that for anything. She wants equality between her and Laurie. She knows that she loves him, but she's not going to settle for being the second choice. And I think we should all be a little bit like Amy March. But anyway, that's why I love this film so much because it really gives you a deeper insight to Amy's character, which we often don't see a lot in the other adaptations. Now, speaking of Laurie, I uh, I got a confession to make. This is like really embarrassing, but I like Laurie. <laughs> God, I can feel all of you silently judging me right now. I feel so ashamed. I feel embarrassed. I feel so seen. But let's make it clear. I said I like Laurie, like Theodore Lawrence, the character from Little Women, not Timothy Chalamet, Laurie, not Timmy Boy. I just want to put it out there. But like, I don't know, guys, but that scene where he proposes to Joe, it's something. Like, maybe I just like seeing Timmy Boy in distress, but like the way he's literally crying and saying, I love you, Joe, while she's just screaming and yelling at him. Like, damn, I need that in my life. <laughs> See, if that was me in that situation, would I have handled things differently than Joe? I think the answer to this question is that you all need to remember that I never get Joe in quizzes and I always get Amy. Like, I totally would have been like, oh my god, Lori, baby, come over here. Let me feed you some bread. <laughs> Rip to Joe March, but I'm different. Anyways, let's all forget that conversation ever happened and move on. Let's talk about Miss Joe March for a second. You know uh, what scene absolutely kills me in this entire film? It's Joe's I'm so lonely scene in the attic. She expresses so much emotion during the scene, talking about how everyone around her has matured and moved on with their lives while she's still clinging on and living in the past. She starts doubting herself, regretting her decision on rejecting Lori just because she feels so isolated and lonely. And it's almost like for her, the only two decisions that she has is to stay independent but lonely or seek out a romantic relationship which would ultimately... I think, make her unhappy. Or that's what she thinks anyway. Saoirse Ronan really conveyed all of these conflicting emotions in this really raw and emotional scene. And I just think 
she did such a great job like it literally gives me so many chills and it's so good and I could not kin with her any less <laughs> um now the thing that I really wanted to talk about though is the ambiguous ending so the end of Little Women basically shows us that Joe runs after Friedrich kisses him in the rain opens up a school and then publishes her book or these events happen like simultaneously in the film uh, when I first watched it I took these scenes quite literally I was like yep cool Joe ends up with Friedrich her book gets published all good pretty much basically what happens in the novel right it wasn't until a couple of rewatches later that I started to kind of question the ending because the scene between Joe going after Friedrich and talking to the publisher is intertwined and it happens again simultaneously um, you know, you got one scene where she's going after Friedrich and then you've got another scene while she's talking to the publisher and it's very, it's done in a way which makes you question it, you know, question the reality of things, I guess. So, you know, it really made me ask myself uh, whether what we see on screen is actually what happened in Joe's novel. Um, what if Joe never ran after Friedrich and the only reason we're seeing that on screen is because that's what she wrote in her novel? What if the ending where they're celebrating Marmy's birthday at Plumfield Academy is just happening in the book too? It wasn't actually until I read the screenplay, which all of you should do, by the way, if you're at all interested. It's available somewhere on the internet. Literally, just search up. Little Women 2019 screenplay, first link, it's there. Um, I realized when reading it, Greta Gerwig, I think, actually intended the ending to be a little ambiguous. The screenplay states, the present is now the past, or maybe fiction, just before Joe meets up with Friedrich at the station. And I find it quite interesting how this is handled, actually, because it lines up with Alcott's original intentions for the book. She never wanted Joe to get married, and I guess by making the ending a little ambiguous, um, Gerwig was able to honor this idea without explicitly changing the novel's ending. Also, it leaves, it leaves the ending open to a lot of interpretations between the audience because now you've got something that's worth discussing you know um either way you look at it it's fine really but it I, I just found it to be really interesting how they made this ending quite ambiguous and what's even more interesting to me or surprising is that I never actually noticed it until after like four rewatches or five rewatches I don't know how many I've seen this film so many times I've literally lost count and that my friends is why I only log every single film I watch once on Letterboxd because if I logged all of my rewatches after that you're going to see that I basically watch Little Women like every week <laughs> but okay I think that's enough Little Women for one day 
I could literally go on, but I think this has gone long enough. I've embarrassed myself enough about Lori. Let's keep that between us, please. I beg. I can't go back now. I can't take that all back. It's out there. Please don't clown me for it. <laughs> um, anyways, if any of you were at all interested, I rated this film five stars and gave it a heart on Letterboxd, which is at Wi-Fi Mary, by the way. It's also one of my top four films that you get to see if you do go on my profile. Uh, my written review was I Would Die for Amy March, which I think is very on brand. Anyways, thank you so much for sticking with me throughout this episode. I hope you all enjoyed it. And now I will finally shut up about Little Women. Mm-hmm.